<laughs> hey there, welcome to Pop Culture Cupid. I'm Alison, love coach, here to help you single people find your way back to love. And I'm Michal, I'm a single life coach. I help singles embrace themselves and their singleness, as well as develop a healthy self-relationship. In this podcast, we will look at how pop culture impacts romance, dating, and your love life. And each week, we'll shoot another arrow through another pop culture delusion. I, I thought we weren't going to do the whole cheesy <laughs> thing. And then burst into smithereens. <laughs> oh my god, dude, that's so cringe! <sighs> Sorry, it's in the intro now. <laughs> if you make it through the chaos and you enjoy what you hear, please leave a comment, like, subscribe, and go to all the social media. At Popculture Cupid on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Enjoy. enjoy. Hello, hello, hello. Hey. So after half an hour of technical difficulty, how are you doing? Or Oh, I'm good. I'm frustrated, but I'm good. Me, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm actually. I miss the days when those were my biggest troubles, <laughs> when oh that God. was what, like, those kind of things that would would concern me most. So may that be my biggest problem and biggest <laughs> biggest issue in life. Yeah. So, how about you? How are you doing? Listen, I'm pretty tired. Um, JT and Julia. So Julia slept over last night, and oh, she's, fun. Got, she's got chicken pox. and it's just she is she's only three so for the people tuning in uh, Julia is my boyfriend's daughter um and yeah so she's only three and so she has chicken pox and and it's just it's hellish poor baby so we are we are on a low energy kind of just oh yeah yeah but well, it's... Hope, hope... Hmm? all is good otherwise yeah hopefully we can uh lift each other up yes by by talking about a lot of uh fun stuff i i have one of my of my clients that the a guy that i coach he um he's 28 and so he he's never had a, a proper girlfriend and so that's why he came to me and we I've been helping him for seven months. And I usually say it takes about six months, more or less, just because, you know, you want to heal all the things that need to be healing and anything. Anyway, yesterday he went on his third date with this girl and he sent me 10 one minute voice notes. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't listen to them right now. And he wrote a text saying it's all very good. I'm very excited. It got it went really well. So I'm, I'm very excited to listen to these voice notes of just him. Ten. Yes. Uh, it's a lot. But he Whew. but it's exciting for him. So I'm, I'm happy about that. I'm happy. No, I know. I know. I know. But sometimes you need to learn how to contain your excitement. Well, I hope he's not sending her 10 messages in a row like that, because yeah. that would like it's what big I know a big no no it's it's one of the things that I, I um suggest to my clients where I say um if ever you feel the need to write many messages to the person that you're dating don't do mm-hmm. it to them do it to me yeah and this guy I will probably listen to that I'll just put you know I'll fast forward the messages and I'll I'll listen to them quickly but yeah more often than not I I just I don't even respond. It's them needing to just, you know, to vent. Yeah. Um, 
thank God for the WhatsApp speed update. Yes. Where you can speed up the audio. I'm like, I don't listen to anyone's audio on on like one anymore. Unless it's my nieces or nephew who send me a message via their parents. And then I'll I'll, I'll listen to it multiple times on wow. one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I, I, they, yeah, a select few that I listen to um, speed one. Otherwise, yeah, it's speed two. So anyway, <laughs> very exciting. Very exciting. I'm- yeah, that is exciting. It's fun to to help someone on their journey to finding love, especially when it's their first time in a relationship. Yeah, exactly. And he's so. It's funny because when I started coaching and things, I was I was targeting women because because I was thinking, you know, girl power, and I'm a woman that went through a whole journey of yeah dating the wrong men. I thought I can help women, you know, through this, and it just it just came about that after after a while, I realized that only men kind of gravitated towards me, and yeah. and yeah, it was. So I just kind of started helping men more than I did women. I would love to help more women, but it's just men that need it. And they were, you, you see that they have, the men that ask for help are men that are very, they're the, the real good guys that they can feel that they're a good guy, but they're not, they're not the victimized good guy. of just, oh, I'm a good guy. I don't know what's going on. And they're not, these are overly arrogant, confident guys. They're just in this middle ground of, I want to be good, but I also want to show confidence, and I don't know how because blah blah blah, and she, and so yeah, and so it's it's and so this guy is kind of the epitome of that, and it's yeah, it was exciting to just kind of I don't know about I don't know if exciting is the right word, but interesting to just help him on his journey of realizing what he's been doing wrong and what he's been doing right and things like that. So it's yeah, it's important yeah. to understand. In your, because a lot of times we don't, we we get lazier. We don't feel like we're the ones in the wrong. We don't feel like we want to change anything. But it's important to 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 take time to understand, in a process of any kind, what we are. I don't know if, if wrong and right is the right term, but what we need to work on, what needs to be done better, what we need to change, what we need to remove completely, and. I find it interesting that you're saying that mostly men were gravitating towards you. And I feel like that's something that has changed in the past few years where, and I see it in the men in the men in my life right now, where men are struggling more to find a woman than a woman is to find a man. And a lot of times women are discovering that they don't need men as much so they're not as desperate anymore to find a man. And it is the men now who are sort of struggling to to find relationships with women and to hold on to them. Yeah, I, I would agree. And I would pick up on two things that you said. One thing about what is it that you're doing wrong and things like that. And I agree, it's not a matter of doing something wrong, but it's a matter of considering where you are today so single mm-hmm. in a relationship going out a lot whatever and being honest with yourself about are you happy in this situation are you happy yeah. being single or with this person or 
you know, sleeping around or things like that, which, you know, there's not, nothing negative about any of it. It's just, you know, what works for other people may not necessarily work for you. And so you may not be doing anything wrong, but if the mm -hmm. situation you are in is not good for you, then you want to be changing your behavior. And and this is what, you know, this is what this guy was doing. And it's what many people are doing. It's just like, well, what am I doing wrong? Well, you're not doing anything wrong. You're, you know, there's yeah. nothing fundamentally wrong, but let's just tweak some things. Let's just, you know, for example, this guy, at the beginning, we were talking about how often did he go out? How often did he spend time with other single people so that, you know, you'd go, go out for drinks and things like that? he'd be like oh well I go out you know he was more often than not out doing stuff mm -hmm. and it's like but are you with single and you know and it took a while for him to admit to me that he was he would only be seeing the same group of people who would never want to be who were who were single but did not want to be in relationships or always did things with like only guys and never went to go to places where there could be women and and he'd sign up for these various activities where there'd be only guys and it's just <laughs> so it's it's not yeah. doing that wrong I mean if you want to <clears throat> it's great but it's that's not helpful with meeting women you know um and it's saying it now like this it seems obvious but when you're in it and kind of figuring everything out and he's so adamant that that's not the wrong route then you know it's difficult to kind of just pick it out and because he would refuse to even talk about it he would be like no no that's not it I want to I want help with tinder and I want help with <laughs> you know picking up women um you know he had this idea at a florist's where he was buying roses for mother's day and the the girl or woman selling flowers he wanted to buy her a flower and I said that's a great idea you know you can just off yeah ask her what her favorite flower is and that's a great idea but all of the other things he wasn't doing you know in the best way so anyway it's yeah it's observing what you're doing and seeing what you know what works and mm -hmm. then yeah you said something yeah. about the men needing help and I think it's because women have become so good about expressing their needs and expressing and being, you know, very clear and in today's society that men have not learned that. And I think that's the consequence. Yeah, as well as, I think I've said this before and I've said it a few times in different forms. I believe that men won't go and talk about their emotions and feelings and what they're going through with other men. Yeah. Just, most of them just don't do that. I don't want to generalize here, but most let's say heterosexual men <laughs> won't talk about their feelings with their male guy friends. Yeah. And, and so they inherently need women for that emotional aspect. And usually they won't share their emotions with just any woman, maybe if it's a really close friend. So, so most of them, I think, rely on relationships to have that emotional outlet as well. Yeah. Whereas for a woman, many times I would prefer to talk to my best friend than my boyfriend. Not always, but there's certain things maybe. But in general, women feel more comfortable talking about their emotions yeah. and feelings and what they're going through with their female friends. So they don't need that emotional outlet in a relationship. 
So I feel like that's the difference between men and women. And you were saying beforehand about your client coming and telling you, no, I don't need that. This is what I need. I need help in certain aspects. And I've had that a lot also with people that I was talking to and trying to help where they think they know what they need help in and where they need to change, but they don't really. And I see this a lot in a lot of different aspects is that people see and hear the truth they want and not the truth they need. And so it's important, that is why it's important to get an outside perspective to see things objectively of where you really are needing to work and change things and where the issue actually is. And if you're not going out to, I mean, if, if your objective is to meet someone and you're not putting yourself in a place where you can meet someone well, it's the same kind of predicament of wishing to win the lottery and not actually fitting out a ticket. Yeah, it, so. it's a fantastic way of of putting it. Is you know, when I I talk to to people a lot, and so my clients, I I give advice, and I'm kind of I push them in a certain direction because you know that's what we they pay me for. When it comes to friends and family, it's kind of different. And, you know, I, I I don't, you know, I ask them, are you asking me as a friend or me as a coach? Because the yeah. answers will be different. And they often say friend because they know that they know that they, if they ask the coach, then they're probably not going to be happy with the answer. They're, <laughs> not, they're not ready to kind of hear that they are the ones that need to be doing the effort. And what I say is, yeah. I agree. It goes both ways, whether it's, you know, men talking to women or, women talking to women, men talking to men, whatever. I will give advice about what you need to do to make it work and all of the efforts that you need to do. And sometimes people will say, what about them? I'm like, well, the thing is, is that you're the one talking to me and you're the one that's unhappy about it. So I agree that the other person should probably be also, you know, putting in some effort. But if they don't see a problem with the situation and you're the one that's unhappy with the situation, then you're the one that needs to put in the effort, not them. And if then, you know, it depends if you're unhappy and things like that, of getting out of a relationship and, you know, this and that. But, you know, a good example is, you know, me and my boyfriend, we are, you know, what I consider to be a very good and healthy relationship. And sometimes, you know, we won't communicate in a very clear way. He does not mind it. He he doesn't really care about, you know, if we're clear about who's going to do the shopping or who's going to <laughs> who or whatever. He doesn't he doesn't mind it. He doesn't it doesn't impact. Oh, that would drive me crazy. I agree. It drives me crazy. But then because he doesn't see a problem with it, I'm you know, he's not I can't really expect him to go out of his way to adapt I need to you know I'm the one that needs to make myself clearer I'm the one that needs to just kind of adapt to him because I'm the one that's unhappy he's perfectly fine you know to a degree we're talking about these superficial problems it's not lying or sex or whatever it's these superficial problems that bless you thank you yes it's something that bothers you but you're in a relationship I'm saying this in general as well if there's something that bothers you it may not be up to them to to 
to make the changes at first because they're not aware of it. But but it is up to you to come and talk about it and see how you can both find a middle ground because that's what relationships are about is finding the compromise where you don't have to give up your values or morals or yourself or whatever it is. It's just finding a middle ground of compromise and how you can each help each other feel more comfortable in that situation or in those kind of predicaments, let's call them. Yeah, I I agree. And it's, you know, you'll have people saying, well, why can't <clears throat> they do it? So have you never told them to do this? And they said, well, no, they need to guess. Well, no, you need to tell them. Yeah. It's, you know, when you're in a healthy, you know, exchange, when there's no, there's no gaslighting, there's no manipulation, there's no toxicity and things like that. And then, you know, and honestly, yeah. that's most most of the time. I mean, you've got these trigger, like these buzzwords of, you know, he's gaslighting me. And <laughs> in French, we have this type of, that I don't really know how to translate it to English, but in French, it's pervers narcissique, which in English... Something would with narcissist? Pardon? Something with narcissist? Yeah, something with narcissism. It's just like this guy, it, they, they enjoy like manipulating you in a negative way and... So, you know, you've got this category of guys that are, like, horrible. And then you've just yeah. got these guys that are just, you know, being a bit clumsy and being a bit... <laughs> but they've somehow fallen into that category as well. And it's like, you need to calm down with these buzzwords of just, you know, kind of like bullying and things like that. You know, there's bullying and then there's just accidental kids will be kids. And, you know, you need to... We We all need to just take a chill pill and just refocus our energy on what we find negative and what we find positive yeah and we need to talk about the things that bother us not bottle them up and not say oh why is it why aren't they doing something about it because they may not be aware of it and they don't know that it's bothering you and a lot of times people are not aware of what they're doing or they're not used to being in a relationship and you need to talk to them about it and express what you're feeling and what's bothering you without being accusatory and just being open-minded and just trying to express yourself again I keep saying this and I and I talk about it with my boyfriend a lot where we don't have a lot of arguments but if we argue I'm like I'm not trying to win this battle I'm not trying to win this like this argument I'm trying to solve it and I'm trying to come together and and have mutual understanding and that should be the goal at the end of the day and if they can't accept that and if they don't want to change and if they can't show up for you in the way that you want them to then no matter how much you want them to be they may just not be for you and it's sad and unfortunate but it just is what it is and a lot of times we find ourselves in these predicaments because we hold on too tight to someone who just doesn't fit into our lives and we try to to, to fit a puzzle piece that just doesn't belong to that puzzle and so we end up being frustrated and angry and wasting time and I'm not sure exactly how I got here but it's important to raise things as they come along and not wait for them and not sweep them under the rug and just solve them or just figure out as early as possible if mm -hmm. this person is willing to be flexible with you and yeah, if they're was, wrong for you. I I was thinking about about this and like just before we called, I you know, kind of 
perused social media and rewatched that video and you sent me a mm -hmm. video about you know there's a difference between kind of like the love and then the the, the need and the like filling a void and there's yeah a and it's and it's true you know and love should always just be a bit of a bonus and so circle back to you I was thinking you know what are we going to talk about today and being single and things like that and you know sometimes when JT and I kind of get frustrated with each other and when uh, or you know whatever in my previous relationships I would you know if ever if ever I would get frustrated with a boyfriend I would have this mentality of it's fine I'll find somebody else yeah whereas with JT now if we get frustrated with each other which it doesn't happen very often but a couple of times we had a, you know some big arguments where I was like oh maybe I'm just going to be better off single and I think that thought process shows how healthy this relationship is because yeah because of the work that I did of like being single and yes things went you know between my previous relationship and JT it went quite kind of fast but because I, I know I'm not afraid to be single and I know like I spend time with myself and I know who I am and I know my worth and things like that it leads to this relationship where I love him and and he's here because it's him and I love him not because I need a relationship and I need to be kind of like okay he's not feeling that my these needs I'm going to be getting those needs met by somebody else if that makes sense definitely and the, the video I sent you I think really connects well with with the topic we're talking about and what and being single what we wanted to talk about today where he says that which can be very controversial controversial but he starts off by saying that most people don't really experience true love they experience attachment and desperation and need. And how usually what happens is, is that two people come together expecting to complete each other. They come together as two halves. So you're more scared of losing one another because they complete you. And so you're starting to play games or yeah. manipulate each other a lot of times subconsciously to try and, and keep them from, from leaving. You're more scared of them leaving. And it puts a lot of pressure on that relationship and it, it just makes everything so much more intense. Whereas when you come together as two whole complete beings, you're more harmonious. You're, there's more synergy. There's just more space to be two whole individuals and two people in a relationship. My best friend sent me this video saying, I think what you have is true love for this reason, which I found incredible. It was like such a, a, an amazing thing to see that someone could see that about me from the outside where I, 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 I was single for seven years without a serious. And in the past few years of my singlehood, I was working on myself. I wasn't focused on trying to find a relationship I wasn't focused on going on day after day after day. I was focusing on being a whole being by myself, on not being desperate to find someone, on having a full, fulfilling life on my own. Not only because it's my life and I need to live it, but also because I don't know if and when I'll find someone. And if I don't, then what am I supposed to do? Just waste my life away? 
So I decided that I'm going to be a complete being on my own and I'm not going to search for someone to complete me. I'm com going to complete myself. And so when I did find someone as a whole complete being that did a lot of work on herself, it's become one of the most healthiest relationships I've ever, it's the healthiest relationship I've ever had for that exact reason. Because we've both done a lot of soul searching and, and, and work on ourselves. We've both built a life for ourselves without depending on each other. And so that allows us to start this relationship from a healthier vantage point of not depending on each other to lift us up, to make us happy, to make us strong, to fill our time up. They're not the sole source of our happiness. Yeah. And, and that is when you find your 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 relationship I feel like a lot of times people completely miss the point they try to find a relationship that will fix them and help their loneliness and help their happiness when reality they need to fix their own happiness and loneliness and strength and whatever it is and the relationship will will come after yeah exactly and it's and, and it, it will help with kind of finding that right person because, you know, you hear about all of these toxic relationships and things like that. And that that I there are some toxic relationships, but I think just most of the time it's people bringing out the worst in each other because, because they're just not ready for the right relationship. And I think, you know, a lot of people get into these relationships because society says you need to be 30 and in a relationship and mm -hmm. I mean even you know me today I, I see women who are 30 and are married with two kids and earning like 100k a year and I I'm, I'm looking at them I'm like oh that that could that have been me that do I want that is that something I could and you know and so even with all of this work that I did on myself and how I offer to help people I you know that everybody gets con the, the fact of the matter is everybody gets confronted with these kind of this is what life should look like and if you let that impact you too much then that is what's going to lead you to the wrong decision making we tend to live our life according to what other people or society expects us to rather than what we want to 100 percent and for a long time, I was scared to be on my own. I stayed in the wrong relationship just because I was worried what people will think or say about it. I was scared I wouldn't find anyone else. And I felt like my clock was ticking. And if I didn't settle down right now, then I will never find someone or I'll just keep looking. And, and that makes us do all of the wrong things when we stop listening to ourselves and only listen to other people and to the pressure around us. And I wish, I, I wish there wasn't that pressure and I wish society would just live and let live and allow people to go through their own unique path without making them feel bad or guilty or pathetic or sad for who they are and for their status. But I don't see that changing anytime soon. And so we need to just live our lives and disregard any of the outside noise and just fill our lives with the right people who won't make us feel bad because there are enough people in the world that won't make us feel bad and the right people 
will encourage us and they'll help us and they'll they'll lift us up and they won't bring us down because of our status. I mean, how ridiculous is that to make someone feel bad when they already probably feel bad to begin with because they're single, because they're not married with children by a certain age. I mean, the amount of comments that I got on my, on my, on my content with these trolls trying to like hit the most painful pain points and saying that, you know, being single is pathetic and being single is sad and I shouldn't encourage people to be single and, and, and that having a family is the most fulfilling thing in the world. This is really, first of all, it's an indication that they're the, the sad and pathetic people who are too bored with their own lives that have to go and destroy other people's. I agree. But like, why? Why? You know, most single people are already feeling bad about it. Why? What, what, what is that going to contribute to the equation? Like, how is that going to change anything? Not to mention that being single isn't a curse. It isn't a punishment. It only is if you see it that way and if you don't do anything about it. I completely agree. And obviously, if people are kind of, you know, it's always a reflection. If you're feeling any type of negativity towards somebody else, you need to reflect inwards and like, okay, what's... Amen. What's that, you know, what's going on to me? what's going on with me and I mean let's say that they are right let's say that being that having a family is the most fulfilling thing you'll do in your life like let's say you know that that's the truth let's admit Mm -hmm. let's just say that these people don't take into account that being in the wrong relationship is the most destroying thing ever and it's like if if being in the best relationship and having a family and is, is not for everyone, but let's say that it's the most fulfilling thing in the world. Let's say that that's a 10 being in a bad relationship. It's an, it's a negative hundred. Like it's, it doesn't balance out. If you, if you risk everything to be in this amazing relationship and have a family and end up in the wrong Ted Bundy relationship, <laughs> it's, you know, it, the, the, the reward does not outweigh the risk in a lot of situations. And I, that's why, you know, and you and I, you know, have been following your content for over a year now, and you have never encouraged anyone to be single. You have always said, <laughs> take the time to know who you are. And you can only do that by being single. Yeah. It's getting to know yourself because when, once you know yourself, once you know, who you are and you take out the noise and you take out you know we talk about the stigma and social pressure but you know family pressure and everything and it's not even you know and when we say the word pressure it doesn't have to be negative it can be these um just small comments that family members can do you know can make lovingly of just you know I'm worried about you and you know (laughs) loving comments that can just become (sighs) pressure so and yeah. you need to kind of do that, you know, by just focusing on yourself. And it would be selfish to do that whilst being in a relationship, because once you're in a relationship, then, you know, you are kind of a unit of just 
there is some kind of you know relying on each other and so if you just kind of pull out of the relationship to focus on yourself then your partner is kind of just well what am I supposed to do now type of situation like yeah because there's a whole lot of work there is to do I think even in relationships you need to continue working on yourself but when you haven't worked on yourself previously then there's more work to do and that takes more away from the relationship but I'm going to backtrack a minute to what you said beforehand and I'll work my way up to it being in the wrong relationship is going to cause you more harm than being single ever can it will make you more miserable it will ruin it can it has more potential of ruining your life and wasting your time and it can cause more damage where you're more traumatized and you have less trust and it'll be harder to get attached to someone else even if they are the right person for you and again i have never told anyone or encouraged anyone to to be single or to leave a relationship in fact there's a lot of people that i've wanted to say to them you need to you need to break up and i don't say that because that's a decision every person has to make for themselves i am saying that if you find yourself to be single and you're struggling to find a relationship then what's the point of chasing your own tail you're already single you don't know if and when you'll find someone take advantage of this time to make something of yourself and your life to develop a healthy self relationship to find your hobbies your interests to create a whole world of content that doesn't revolve around one specific relationship in your life and when you do that first of all you'll attract better people and better relationships into your life and you had a better again you had a better vantage point to find a relationship if you're struggling to find a relationship with someone else it's an indication that something's lacking in your own self relationship and once you do that internal work and especially if the other person has also done that work you come together for a better relationship where you each allow each the other person to continue to grow as an individual and as a unit together and i believe that we should work on ourselves no matter our relationship status but if you're starting to do all of the work only when you're in a relationship then you're creating a whole jumbled mess because it's yeah let's say let's say that to um, to fix yourself <laughs> you need, no it's just to make it simple but you need a yeah. days worth of work you need just a hundred days if you're yeah. single you can do a hundred days in a row and that will be that but if you're in a relationship and you do a hundred days in a row then your relationship is going to be just it's not going to flourish or anything so if you're in a relationship you're going to want to do maybe one day a week or two days a week but then that's a hundred weeks or you know 
uh, you know or 50 weeks and you know and then so time just becomes much longer and so it, it's just going to be you know you're just going to be miserable for that much longer because you're not on the right priority and you're not putting the pressure on the right you know on the right situation you're putting a weird strain on your relationship and and you're pressuring yourself to be quicker whereas you just need to take the time for yourself you know and so but if mm-hmm. you've done the work as you've said if you've done the work then once you're in a relationship you still that work needs to you know be ongoing but then you've got a strong base and you can do that you know regularly and not you know all day every day you know i've i've you know i'm in a steady relationship and i've still got you know a few couple nights a week where i'm just doing stuff for myself and i mean you're i'm sure you're the same and i think you know it's if you if you're single and you want to be in a relationship you need to make sure that you want to be in a relationship for yourself and not for society and you need to take the pressure off wanting to be in a relationship and put it on wanting to be at least in a good relationship if you know if it's really overwhelming and so because you want to be in a good relationship you want to focus your energy on who are you spending time with how are you treating yourself how do you expect others to treat you and things like that yeah and if you only start your work when you're in a relationship you're not going to be able to do it 100% because you're constantly worried about the other person and even if they're giving you the space you're going to feel bad about it and you're going to feel guilty and so that's why I feel like it's so important to I mean we all have single periods so why not take advantage of it to create a proper relationship with ourselves and to create a proper fulfilling life and in my opinion most arguments and most issues in relationships boil down to not being capable of being alone or not having your own life or your own hobbies or your own interests because you're you're basing too much of your your life on that person and you're relying on them too much because you don't have a relationship with yourself so or, or any hobbies or interests so you don't enjoy spending time by yourself you don't have a lot of other friends or other things going on for you so you're constantly relying on that person and you're preventing them from living their own life because you want their full attention and having your whole full lives then it's much easier to continue growing together and moving forward because you each have your own thing going for you so you're not depending on the other person to constantly be there and keep your life moving I completely agree and to that effect I was looking at Reddit earlier today and one of the titles was feels like one-sided effort should I end things now or give him another chance and then the text goes to oh you know he's done this a couple of times and I talked about it and I always feel like I'm the one going you know cancelling my own personal plans and to spend time with him he's always prioritizing other things and I I'm the one that keeps doing this it's like no just stop he's not making you his priority don't make him yours here's the thing and again this all circles back to having a relationship with yourself and a fulfilling life when you have a relationship with yourself and a fulfilling life then you don't feel as desperate 
to chase someone or to be with someone or to constantly worry, are they interested in me? Are they not interested in me? If they're not putting in the same effort that you are, then you go, bye-bye. There'll be a next person coming after you because you're not as worried to be on your own. And if you have to constantly worry whether or not they're interested or if they're not putting in effort or if you're the one who's constantly doing the chasing and and the making the plans and the the the, the, the putting in the effort, then then again, they're likely just not that into you. And it circles back to if they wanted to, he would, which of course doesn't apply 100% of the time. But being now in a healthy relationship, I understand that a person who wants to be there and who wants to be an active part of your life finds the way to do so. It's never going to be convenient. It's never going to be easy. You're always going to have to make time and it's going to take time. You don't have to throw everything away for the person in, in a beat of the heart. But like, I have no doubt in my mind right now and from the beginning of my relationship that my boyfriend wanted to spend time with me, that he was willing to make changes or put in the effort. And when it's the right person for you, when that person really wants to be with you, then they'll not do that for you. And if they don't, then there's, we say in Hebrew, where there's doubt, there's no doubt. If you have to doubt and if you have to give him another chance and another chance, and then, then, then he's not worth your chances. I agree. I say give give him or her the benefit of the doubt once. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. Once. Any to anything, any topic, any subject. You're allowed to miscommunication. You're allowed to have different boundaries. You're allowed to have different standards. Um, you know, and so for, for my client I was talking about, she was very busy at the beginning of when they were dating, like very, very busy and unavailable and he was just overly keen and I said and I said I this it doesn't feel like she's messing you around it feels like you're desperate for a relationship and she is not and so that's creating an, an you know um, an imbalance between the two of you so give her the benefit of the doubt once message me whenever you want to message her and so turns out as soon as he started doing that she gave her the space to flourish gave her the space to kind of ask for his news and things like that and so gave her the benefit of the doubt and it worked out but if you're giving him you gave him the benefit of the doubt once didn't work out give up yeah there's also it's important to also differentiate here and to see because Again, in my, it, I, I've always been like, the, I'm always busy. There's always something going on and I'm always, you know, it's hard to make space, especially when I'm so used to being on my own and not having a boyfriend or someone to, to start making space and time for. And so it's important to make that differentiation between someone who just needs a moment to reorient or find spaces or takes the time to, up and someone who's just really not interested someone who doesn't put in any effort and which is why it's so important to communicate and understand why the person is doing what they're doing because the person who really is interested will communicate that will say I'm sorry I'm not making enough time I'm sorry I'm not as communicative right now it's, just, it's a bit hectic I do want to make time 
and to understand that it may take time until you find the, the ball rolls cohesively. I think that's a good place to um, wrap up. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It, communication is key and let let people show you who they are. If they say they will do something, give them the time to let them do it. And if then if they don't do it, then that's your answer. Yeah, and just be open, be communicative. Don't be defensive and don't be on the attack. I think it's just a matter of being open-minded and communicating. And again, when you have a strong, solid base with yourself, you find a, a calmness in you that isn't as desperate or as needy. So, but enough of our voices. Let us know in the comments, wherever you're watching this, I'm fascinated to hear if anyone else has found that they are able to build a better relationship by building one with themselves first. Yeah, and how you did it. And how you did it, yes. Give us some tips. Instagram, YouTube, Spotify. Yes, that pop culture Cupid. Come join us. Bye. Bye. And again, I never find the... Uh... <laughs>